like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... That was quite the Belcheroonie you started yeah, us off there of with. What I like to do is get all the bubbles, burps, and belches out before the show so that the listener is not subjected to my disgusting sounds. But you subject us to it. Yes. We don't matter. That's, to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> These are my special sounds, and they're not for everyone. You know, we should feel honored that he chooses to do this around yes. us. Sure. Cool. Love cool. sounds. But you know what? We want... We want answers. (laughs) We want things we will never understand. Understand. This is our evidence. We have worked for years to something our credibility. To build our credibility. I'm ready to get credible. Let's get credible. Let's get credible. All right, guys. So here we are. I am going to tell you a... Hulu season 15 episode sure. 11 sure the hotel metlin hotel metlin metlin okay metlin metlin so hotel matlab hotel matlock yeah hotel matlock is located in Dillon Montana and is something straight out of a horror movie horror movie yeah, horror just didn't come out from horror Mr. Movie. So it came out of, uh, straight out of a horror movie. Sure. There's just titties flopping around like crazy. So, yeah, I believe it. He also couldn't say horror in the like horror Joe Exotic zoo. Oh, yeah. He episode. can't say he horror. Cannot he cannot say can't, the word horror. Or mirror. Horror Joe Exotic. Or mirror or drawer. There's a lot of or words. Mercury. Mercury. Yeah, this, this poor special boy can't say many words. Um, and according to Zach, people have died in almost every single room. All right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Is there one room? <laughs> that sounds like ghost I mean, to me. It used to be a hotel. Is there proof that everybody's died in every single room? Of course not. But of look, course not. Some people He's not going to let a little, little thing like reality and history come between him and good storytelling. Listen up, smartasses. This guy spent years building his credibility, and I, I happen to believe when he says that somebody's died in almost every room, because why would he lie? Why would he lie to Why us? would he destroy his credibility on one throwaway line? Look, he readily admits that he doesn't understand everything. Anything, really. <laughs> uh, so clearly, there's something dark in the hotel, which has caused people to lose themselves mentally. In the lose music, themselves the in the moment. Wow, you get did. out! You ain't wow, never go. Same time, that was beautiful. I'm like a little tear, <laughs> little tear. You guys, you're so close. Um, but more importantly, Henry. That's right. Henry is a good, good boy who belongs to former bartender and is how we are introduced to the Hotel Metlin. So like oh. they're outside the hotel and they're talking about, you know, how people have died in almost every single room and then all of a sudden cut to Zach's petting a little puppo. So he's like a gray bigger terrier type dog. Um, his name is Henry. He belongs. Henry. He belongs to former bartender Philly. Um, Philly's business partner, Sally, runs the owns the hotel his boobs friend no no no. philly's a woman oh and philly's air her boobs friend 
her boobs friend. Oh. Yeah, it's very clear. I'm like, you're calling her her business partner, but she's, I think, your life partner. And that's fine. Oh. And that's fine, Philly. And they but have a cute here's dog. the thing. She's like a woman of a certain age. Uh-huh. And she lives in Montana. Uh-huh. I imagine yeah. you can't really be out and proud. Um. Anyway, so Philly is very scared of the hotel. And so is the owner who has put the hotel up for sale. Mm. Okay, so they're both scared and neither yes. one of them want to be there. Correct. So they're like, how Let's does Harry Henry feel about the hotel? Um, Henry does not seem to care. Okay. Henry's a good boy. Henry's just like, look, are you giving me scratches? And I don't care. Uh, so an, after some cajoling, Zach convinces Philly. So now we're like opening. We just dive right into the interviews. So Zach convinces Philly to go upstairs where she's very clearly uncomfortable. She's like, I don't like going upstairs to any of the upstairs floors. And, Zach DGAS? And Zach, Zach wants you up them stairs. Doesn't care. He's like, come on. I want you to show me the place where like you were you were attacked. I want to see this. I want place. to see Come on, show me the place. All the cool kids are doing it. Yeah, pretty much. And so she's like, fine. And he goes, Here, I will give you some fingerless gloves so you can feel cool as well. He goes, would you like a black baseball cap? <laughs> he goes, if Henry comes along, would you feel more comfortable? And she's like, oh. yes. So they bring the dog upstairs. Oh, that was Do sweet of him. This is a ghost support puppo. He is a ghost support dog. Um, so Philly starts telling the story about how she was what Zach first called violently attacked. So according to Philly, she was, um, on, you know, laying down some carpet. Yeah, yeah. she was. Nice. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And she felt someone behind her. Like she felt somebody come up from behind her. So she, she turned, liked it. She loved it. So she turned and saw a huge shadow figure. And so in the process of turning to see who it was, she was so scared by the shadow figure that her hand kept going. And she took the knife she was using on the carpet and she slashed her own thigh. Oh, Violently oh, no. attacked by herself. herself. Um, and Zach needs to know how big was the wound? Doesn't matter, buddy. <laughs> Why do you need to know? Was there a lot of blood? Did you lick it? Um, and he, of Do you course, have pictures did he of actually bleeding? ask the licking thing? No. Oh, God. Well, I don't know. He's so goddamn stupid. You know what? We don't know what he's into, to be perfectly honest. You know, he could have asked and they just edited that part out mm -hmm. because they're like, that was a little much, Zach. Um, so anyway, Zach is just like, oh, okay. And he goes, so while it's clear that Philly injured herself, what we want to know is if this something influenced her to do so. Does influenced it, her yes does it feed off pain and blood from the living <laughs> she got spooked and and cut herself no yeah, by the, the way we influence her to cut herself yeah we've all done that we've all been that dumb it's fine yeah and i'm just like oh zach you you are reaching you are reaching. But uh, the boys want Philly to take them to the third floor, but she absolutely refuses. She's like, no, I will not go upstairs to the third floor. And then Zach's like, here, on camera, do we have permission to investigate the third floor? She's like, yeah, but the owner says you can do it as long as you're respectful for whatever to whatever is up there. And I'm like, ooh. No, that's hard. No, no. These well, these boys. are the later seasons, so there's less antagonization. That's true. Maybe he's actually going to be nice. Only you will be able to tell us. Only I will tell you that. Um, so now we are next interview. Now we're meeting with the current bartender, Bailey. So while it was a hotel, it stopped being a hotel. It seems like a very, very long time ago and now just currently operates as a bar. OK, Bailey, um, the bartender, Bailey, the bartender. He is a sweet, special boy. 
Uh, no, he's just so like Philly a- is a girl and Bailey is a boy. Yep. Cool. We're, we're all backwards. Montana is backwards town. Okay. Um, so Bailey used to DJ. So I guess the Hotel Metlin also used to serve as a dance club. Uh, so he was DJing one night and he and Zach immediately kindred spirits, man. Oh, they're vibing. Immediately. Oh, yeah. They're both DJs. Yeah. He's like, Do you like Diplo? <laughs> he's like, wait, so you're a DJ? And I'm sure then they like that devolved into like some 25 minute conversation about yeah diplo and about danger mouse yeah for sure um so anyway according to bailey he was djing one busy night when a dark cloud came over him and suddenly he was alone in a bar and he was in this state of for four minutes so four minutes of lost time where he just no idea what happened to him or what was going on but zach's like interesting lost time time. but and zach is convinced he was possessed he's like so you were possessed and Bailey goes, it's possible. I don't know what happened to me. I guess, weirdo. And I lost the time. And naturally, Zach has to make it about him. And he goes, yeah, I mean, I was possessed. I've been possessed before. So I know I've been possessed about- a lot. I've been possessed more than you. And I'm better at it than and you. And I'm way better at I it. I have a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I was possessed uh, while DJing, too. And I was even better. And I was even better. I got to, like, you didn't probably keep playing, but I kept spinning the hits, man. Yeah. Um, And so. Just nothing but journey hits. Yeah, and so Zach is like talking about his own possessions and he's like, oh, I got chilled up just talking about it. Cool. You get chilled up talking about yourself. He got chilled up. Chilled up. (laughs) Chilled up. Um, And if there's one thing Zach knows about possession is that it elevates the existence of a wicked presence. Yep, it does. That's that's what possession does. Yeah. Don't we know? Um, So we're back with part two of the Philly interview. And here she's telling Zach and Aaron about a freaky experience that happened in the bar. So Yeah, I get freaky, Philly. So mm. Philly's mo- uh, girlfriend's mother took the women out to lunch one day and asked them all. Is anyone else just picturing the Philly fanatic this whole time? Uh, I am now. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, she, that's just this. He's interviewing like, the Philly fanatic in my head. I'm imagining the Philly lesbian. fanatic and gritty just getting, getting busy. It. 69. Uh, uh, those Philly mascots just know how to fuck. Yeah. Uh, so Philly's girlfriend's mom took them all out to lunch. And the reason she took them all out to lunch because she was like, I'm probably going to die soon. What of what of my stuff do you want? I'm probably going to die soon. Let's have a chili burger. Let's go have a chili burger. Maybe some fries. Let's we can split we can the season fries. Beat this up. What shit Does of mine do you want? Chili cheese fries really clog the arteries. That'll make it go quicker. Yep. Um, so anyway, Philly was like, I don't want any of your stuff, but what I would like for you to do is to like break a glass for me. Like how I know you're still with me. Oh, send me a message from somewhere beyond. Exactly. And she's like, you want me to break a glass? Yes. Okay, cool. That's my special silverware and my special glassware. Bring in a cup I don't like, please. Yeah. So two days after mom dies, uh, now she died in the bar. It used to be like her bedroom essentially so everybody used to live at this hotel. yeah it was yeah it was the bar was her bedroom <laughs> they were like she died i like this, this lady well, i'm weird. like this lady they're like this is dorothy's room she died in this room i'm like this is a fucking bar <laughs> yeah so anyway dorothy dies in the hotel and two days after her death philly and the her girlfriend were sitting in the bar writing the eulogy and thank you notes um when philly hears <laughs> thank you for killing my mother dear god thank you dear so much for taking thank her you away. for killing my mother no I- we finally got the bar back from mom yeah finally we just were able to like roll her off of the top 
we got our scotch back. It's great. It's a good day. Thank you. Um, so as they're sitting there writing, so it's all quiet in the room. And while Philly is writing out the thank you card, she hears a glass slide across the board and shatter. And she was like, oh. I'm still here. Oh, thanks, Dora. And you can tell Zach is really excited about this particular experience because he does that part of the uh, of his questioning where he just repeats what you said back to back to you. So like the it's glass slid across the bar and then so it like broke. it shattered. So it just went. So it just went like, and he pushes it across the bar like Philly just did five seconds ago, and it was just like shattered in thin air. She's like, yeah. So it just like shattered. Oh my god, that's like so. Like you could tell he was so excited because he kept repeating the same thing. <laughs> he was wicked pumped about that. Um, next interview is with Amanda and how this interview opens up is Zach practically shoving this poor girl's face into like the little window of a door. And he's like, tell me what you saw when you looked through this window. Like, hi, hello. Welcome to the interview. He's like staring, almost like pushing her face against this door. Yeah, that's not enthusiastic consent, Zach. No, No. you could tell she was like, why am I doing this? And then for added artistic effect, um, the crew, camera crew films Amanda from the other side of the door. So like you see her against a window. Yeah, pretty much. So it's like artsy, her face through the window and they're yes. like what did you see and she's like okay i, I, I saw, saw a camera crew i saw <laughs> this big idiot named jay into the tiny hole of the door as though the wall the spirits the very building oppressive around her oh yes cinematography it's good delicious that's great somebody read a book delicious and was like how do i make this more interesting delicious delicious So anyway, so Amanda saw a woman in a white dress through the window of the door. And Zach's like, is it is it Dorothy's ghost? And Amanda goes, I I don't know. I've I never met Dorothy. I I don't know who she is. And Zach's like, she's not wearing the little braided pigtails and the red shoes. I can't be sure. Yep. Nope. Nobody knows. (sighs) That's not the Dorothy I saw. And so Zach is like, well, he's got to explain why he's asking. He's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm piecing the pieces together. Uh, Piecing the pieces together to see if it's possible that Sandy's mom is the ghost that Amanda saw, and she's just like, okay, piecing the pieces together. Um, Bailey has also had experiences with Dorothy. She enters his dreams like Freddy Krueger, except she doesn't kill you. Um, In your dreams, um, when oh god, he goes. So when in your dreams, when she visits your dreams, I believe that's her spirit entering into your room. I'm sorry, too, because I know you take showers up there and whatever else it is that you do. But she's here, man. <laughs> whatever else it is you do, yeah. like poop and stuff. I was My brain went, you know, when you're jerking off, Dorothy's watching you jerk it. Well, you t- I'm sorry because you shower up there. It's such a weird sentence. Yeah, it's he's so it was so weird. And he's she's basically like, okay. seen your boobs. That's all I'm saying. Your man boobs, Bailey, because Bailey's a boy. Yeah. Um, so it's the next day and we're continuing the investigation. Day two investigation. Philly, day two. So in for day two, Philly wants to show Zach and Aaron some of the items that she found in the walls of the hotel. I guess they were doing some renovations. They pulled up some sandstone and they came across some items. And Zach is like wicked excited. So before they enter the building to like go see what it is, he goes, if we gather their objects and take possession of them, those spirits are going to come to those objects. Their memories are imprinted in these objects. It's like a spirit lure that you're putting onto your fishing rod. And Aaron is just staring at him like, all right spirit lure <laughs> bro gotcha spirit yeah, good lure fishing metaphor sure sure yeah man for sure for sure and so if you're they go inside and henry's back 
And, oh yay! And clearly, Henry Zach likes Henry more than Philly because he walks in the room and immediately beelines for Henry. He goes, Henry, and he walks. Yeah, because over. he has a soul. That's why. That's why. So he goes over and he's like giving Henry scratches. Oh, you're a good boy. And then he goes, Hi, Philly. <laughs> oh, hello, human. Oh, hello. How are you? Um. So what are the? I'm sure you're wondering what the mysterious objects were. That I want to know what the they wall. find in the wall. The mysterious objects were coins. Oh, ancient uh, coins. Ancient quarters. Ancient quarters. So they found Maybe coins. someone was just drunk and like misconstrued where the Pac-Man machine was, you know? Something. But they are old just coins. mashing coins into a slot in the wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of cool. It's going blue, 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 blue. Where's the old Pac-Man? While there are like your traditional quarters that you remember, they did have like 1880s coins. That they found in the walls, which arguably is pretty damn cool. And so immediately they're like, well, the question is why? So now Zach and Aaron start wildly conjecturing about why these people are leaving stone or uh, money in the walls. And Zach's like, if you had all this money, why would you go to a hotel and hide it in a wall? And then they're like, what if he was a all bad this guy? Money, it's like a quarter. I know. I know. It's. I mean, there are a lot of quarters. This was you could buy a hubba bubble with this. I mean, there are a lot of quarters, but still, I'm like, that's like six bucks. You can't get shit for you six dollars. You do two loads of laundry. Calm down. Yeah, seriously. So anyway, this was like, a man who had clean why? clothes. Why is it? Why are they doing it? I mean, was he like hiding? I mean, this is like his earthly possessions, and he's just like making sure it's safe. Like wild conjecture. Phyllis tries to interrupt with her thoughts, and Zach just steamrolls right over her. Man, no, Wouldn't no, no. Let her Men are get speaking. A word in, like you could tell she's like, well, I and no, Zach shut just, up, Bleh. earthly possessions. Uh huh. And and so they're like, maybe this guy died, and these were his coins, you know. And he knows that we have them now. So is he here? And and so like, because there's like a little noise behind them that they capture. And they're like, oh my god, is it the dead guy's coins? Well, we have no proof. That it's no. anybody's Dot, dot, coins. dot, unexplained noise, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I mean, Henry did hear it because Henry did kind of like stop in his tracks, turn and go walk over to nothing. So whatever. Um, and so Zach goes, while exposure to these fascinating and mysterious items, quarters, 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 mm. is raw in my mind. It seems best to take this energy straight to the local museum to see if we can find historical ammunition regarding this immense investigation. We have historical ammunition. We I'm have like, a lure. A we lot. must now lure the ghosts in to shoot them with mind bullets. <laughs> We have we have a ghost lure. We now must get ammunition to shoot them with quarters. Yes, yes, and quarters hurt. Ow! This is um, how we fished in Nevada by murdering fish with guns. <laughs> so they arrive at the museum, and it's like this local, small, like teeny tiny little museum run by seven, like not even like two ninety-five-year-old women. They would probably be very happy if he donated those old quarters he found. I'm sure he would. But as far as we know, Philly got to keep the quarters. Um, and Zach has to tell the reader or the viewers why he's at the museum. And the reason are because museums are great resources for investigators. Because museums contains the information about the history. It does. Museums does contains the information, <laughs> information about, about the history. history. And and the history is the product of the haunting. All right, buddy. Okay, it is the product. So he got like really into it. And so they walked. I don't, also don't think he knows what a product is. No. No, he knows nothing about it. Because that's, that's not, no. no. No, museums are the product no. of the haunting. Or, no, they're, no. The, they're, the, they're the information. 
that you need to to whatever zach zach i'm not gonna argue with him no you should so we walk into the museum and like i said it's run by these two very sweet old fucking women and and zach closes the door to the museum and is like literal jump scare frightened by this massive uh stuffed grizzly bear genuinely frightened by this grizzly bear he's like why is that there it was great this old lady enjoyed herself quite a bit uh, so during their interview with the researcher, the boys find out that there was a suicide in the hotel in 1977. And Zach's like, that was the year I was born. Okay. Yeah. Cool story, bro. Oh. Great. Cool story, bro. The residual energies of the murder were transferred to me to upon me. birth. And these dark hauntings still s- stay with me to, to this, this very, very day. day. Yeah. Clinging to my soul what? like so many hooks from lures like, that we like use ammunition good. on to shoot spirit fish. Wow. That was really good. I baggins. fucking killed it. I, I'm channeling good. the man. It was right good. Now. You got it all. Greatest yeah. hits. I fucking astral projected because I was eating pennies today. <laughs> Mm. delicious yeah um so there was a suicide and as this woman's talking about the suicide we cut to the reenactment and it's this old fucking man in his tidy whiteies blowing his brains out what yes so they got this old chubby man in his underpants which are tidy whiteies standing in front of a mirror with a gun and they like and he blows his head off awesome so then we cut back and the research lady is listing off a bunch of the names of people who have died in the hotel. Arguably, yes, there are a lot of people who have died in this hotel. Do we know what rooms? No, but a ton of every people. Room. Every room. Every room. Every room. Room by room. Room by room. So as Zach is listening to the names, he can't help but think these people wished they were with their loved ones, but they were alone and now eternally sentenced to these rooms. A fate that has dark repercussions. <laughs> like, How does is- he know they were alone? Zach, look, don't he question. Knows. Don't Jesus. question our Lord and Savior. Spent years I, building his credibility. I just, I don't understand. Engineer Bob is so mad at you right now. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you were so defeated when you said that. <laughs> I guess I don't understand. Understand. <laughs> so it's lockdown time, finally. Oh, um, yay. Locking it down. Yes. Gotta before, lock down these people inside the building. And before we even start the investigation, we're having some spoopy experiences, like, right out the gate. Oh, my God. We can't even start this we investigation. so much spoopies. The ghosts are coming. So first, we have Billy, who, as he was setting up the uh, nerve center, he heard someone whisper his name, Bill, in his ear. And he thought William. it was... And he thought it was Jay, but Jay was on the other side of the room. Freaky. Okay, cool. Ooh. All right, all right. So That's some good evidence. That's great evidence that we no one captured on any camera. Shit. So then the group of them... But they set out to put it onto video. Well, they didn't put it on. <laughs> well, guess what? They didn't put it onto video. <laughs> God damn it. So before... These boys are so dumb. They really Our boys are. are so, so dumb. So when they're sitting around in the um, in nerve center and they're explaining where they have all their cameras. And as they're talking about the third floor, you do hear a very loud noise being picked up from the camera on the third floor, followed by okay. the, the sound third floor of a scream. You were talking about them. Yeah. Um, followed by a scream. And they're like, oh, big faces, <laughs> big faces all around. They're like, we got to go. We got to go up there. Yeah. They're like pumped. We're fucking pumped up. Now it's go time. Um, so we head upstairs, so we're walking up the staircase and it's, um, Billy, 
Aaron and Zach. So Jay is all by himself in control okay. center. And bye, Jay. Bye. And don't worry, Jay has his moment in the sun at the end of the episode. So we immediately have a light anomaly that has been debunked as a bug. And it was, it was a moth. It was, Billy's like, I just saw an orb. Like the second we opened up this door, there was like an orb that flo- <laughs> that flew out. And like, even on the, the camera on television, as I'm watching, I'm like, it's a fucking bug, dude. <laughs> I just saw an orb and it ate my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> These orbs are really getting serious. So Zach is, you know, walking in. So they're walking on the third floor, introducing themselves and stuff. And Zach is yelling through his N95 masks at the ghost, telling them all to come to this ovulus device that he's holding. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's the word generator again for yeah, people. Yeah. Who yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. So after hearing the ceiling above them creak, uh, the device <sighs> says, ran, look, found. And Zach's like, oh my God, that was the ghost running and then saying, look, I found them, meaning us. And I'm like, that's a stretch, sure, pal. Sure. sure, that's a fun little Mad Libs you created there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They keep walking, or sorry, talking, and soon a smoke detector beeps in another room, which spooks them all. And so immediately Zach's like, we have to get a sign from the ghosts that we have to go in there. Cut to later, Aaron's like, and then we went in that room because the smoke detector kept beeping and it was annoying. <laughs> so you couldn't even keep your story straight. Smoke detector's battery was dying, so it was doing that beep every four seconds that it does. Yeah, yeah. So they walk into the room with the the smoke detector and the speaking spell says great nana which of course means the owner's great nana who also died in this this hotel or maybe they're just saying i am a nana and i'm great i'm a great nana i'm a great fucking like world's greatest nana what if it means like i would love a great banana oh that's a Uh, thought i haven't even like nobody even thought about the banana angle we all know ghosts have trouble processing potassium. It's true. It's really true. This is why ne- it helps Zach, them cross over. Zach Baggins, listen. Next time you're going to ghost hunt in Las Vegas, call us because I'm going to bring the banana content that your show is sorely lacking. Yeah, and then we'll set the ghost free. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also capture a blue cold spot in front of their thermal camera, which is a cool anomaly that they have. And he's like, "It okay. looks like a little hunched over old lady." A nana. Oh, like a great nana. Oh, like a great was it nana. Very, was it curvy like a great banana? No, it was just a blob. Shit. I'm sorry. Was it that banana from the peanut butter jelly turf? Peanut butter yes. jelly turf. Yes. Was it the banana peanut butter banana jelly? Split? Peanut butter jelly. No. Peanut butter jelly. The no, baseball clearly bat. it was the owner's great nana. Duh. We've come to this already. <sighs> okay. So but anyway. Was it nana dressed up as a banana saying peanut butter jelly? That's it. Um, and in a VO, Zach's wondering if this spirit could be the owner's great Nana completing the fourth generation of matriarchal hauntings. And I'm like, okay, you don't know how math works. Fourth generation of hauntings. There isn't even four generations of women, dude. That's three. And one of them's still alive. So. Yeah, but she's definitely going to be a ghost one day. (laughs) Math is hard. Fourth generation. I'm like, no, there's three. And. Two, really two. It's two that are dead, but three that are like in existence, like home, home death. Are you not counting Henry? Oh, you know what? I didn't count the dog. Oh, don't count Henry. It's too. It's too soon. Um, Too soon. So anyway, Billy has got the chills just thinking about the connection, and then from the other side of the room, Zach just yells, "Malevolent!" It just said beg malevolent. 
It's just because it was. It was like Aaron and Billy are just talking about it, and it's just a mad screen. Um, and he goes, he is just living his own life over there, man. He really is. And so he goes, you know, so he's holding the speaking spell, and he's like, well, if you're malevolent, you'll know some personal stuff about us. Tell us something about us. How old are we? And then it goes 40. He's like, 40? It just said 40. We asked him to tell us something personal. It said 40. Aaron, you're 40. I got myself dizzy screaming there. (laughs) I can only imagine how dizzy they were. Yeah. And and he's like, and you're the only one who's 40. And I'm like, Aaron's 40? He looks like shit. (laughs) I mean, Vegas will do that to you. That's 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 hard living. So anyway, he's like, way freaking out and the ovulus then says closet so then they go off in search of a closet but if we're still on personal factoids i wonder what that could mean Who is- i know i thought the same thing yeah. yeah who's the one in the closet laying carpet in that closet <laughs> yeah so as they're wandering around looking for this closet aaron finds a staircase leading up to yet another floor so zach oh. zach tells him won't you go look and so aaron's like but he does he like very slowly starts to walk up the stairs and as he's walking up the stairs two befores in the next room over um fall over which scares the shit out of billy like he jumps a mile and he's the one holding the camera filming zach he's so you just get, he just gets like jump and then he hides in a corner so he backs himself into this corner after jumping a mile <laughs> Zach first he's like oh, I'm so scared um and you know what that room is with the two by fours a closet oh so Zach Ooh. goes into the closet and he backs himself in he goes you moved the wood I want to feel your hand on me Zach's trying to move some wood in a closet before he comes out of the closet yeah yeah he Look, wanted to feel that hand on him he wanted to and we yeah. don't know who's don't hand. we all don't we all um, so getting nothing, they decide to turn on all the lights to actually see what is inside this closet. And they find a walking stick, which, of course, the boys think belongs to the old woman, the great Nana that they the captured great Nana. on the great camera earlier. They also find a bird egg just sitting on a piece of wood, which is weird because as Aaron is looking upstairs, he finds a dead bird in the middle of the floor. Oh, it's a circle of bird life. Yeah. And, and- Zach's like, that bird didn't put the egg here. A spirit did. His spirit stole this, stole murdered this bird, this bird uh-huh. stole, stole its unborn egg. child, and put it on a tube before. And put it on a tube before. Yeah. As spirits are often Off want to, to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> it's natural. Of course. I use all tracks. I mean, yeah. Experts. They're experts, ladies and experts. gentlemen. Oh um, so for the next part of the investigation, Zach tells Billy that they're going to go back to nerve center. And Aaron's like, wait, no, I don't like this already, dude. Cause they're going to leave Aaron upstairs on the third floor. Of course by they are. And he's like, I don't want to be alone here, dude. Well, <laughs> tough. Not only did Zach leave him alone on the third floor, they padlocked this poor man in. So even no. if he wanted to escape, Aaron couldn't. That's a fire hazard. Yeah. And Zach's like, no, I'm going to lock you in there because your natural fear will attract the spirits even further. I'm going to lock you in there because otherwise you'd leave. <laughs> exactly. And I don't want you to. So We've Aaron, placed Aaron inside of this room because he's a massive pussy. Pretty much. Jesus. So Billy, it's not kidnapping because it's on television. Yes. <laughs> he signed a contract. I can do I whatever can do I this. want. I was like, there's no way their insurance covered that, man. So I know it's so bad. So 
Billy and Zach go back down to Nerve Center and they leave poor sweet boy Aaron all alone. So he takes Locked out. Locked on the third floor. This is awful. Poor baby boy poor Aaron. baby boy. So Aaron takes out the very loud ticka ticka box and he starts asking some questions and he captures the words which Aaron did not understand at the time. Like it was very much like you hear a lot of and then you hear so it's like, okay, a word has come through. And Aaron keeps going, I don't know what you said. Can you repeat yourself? And of course, later, they uh, give you what they think the spirit what, box. what did it say? So it said, taken, want some, and be gentle. And so Zach has to know, could Aaron be capturing something sexual between this man and woman? I mean, it sounds pretty it horny. It does sound, sound pretty horny. horny. Yeah. 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 It is possible. Um, Zach also wants um us to enjoy Aaron being scared out of his mind just as much as he is because whenever they are Aaron's like freaking out making the big faces and like Aaron has sort of backed himself up against a wall and is like too afraid to move and you cut to everybody in the nerve center and Zach's just got this shit eating grin on his face the whole time like yeah I did that yeah he loves it man he was totally getting off on poor Aaron being absolutely scared oh maybe that's what the mind. ghosts are picking up on zach's horny extra energy oh. oh that tracks that totally tracks so anyway aaron keeps hearing noises and so as he's like sort of backed himself up against this door he gets this really loud noise like something is has fallen over and and he goes what was that dude oh no. <laughs> was that he was like dude? so scared and then Zach goes, this sends Aaron into a level five panic. So Billy and I head upstairs to help him out. Level five is at the highest level. That then? must goes be up the to highest. Five. So they get upstairs and Aaron's like, no, no, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm, I'm just leaving. So he like left the, the third floor. So now they're on the second floor outside of Bailey's room. Now, Bailey is the only person who still lives in the hotel. They've given him his own room and he's the only person living in there, which is okay. Kind of- bartender Bailey is on his own. Got yes. It. So they're outside of Bailey's room and they have a table set up and they also have the Paranormal Puck 2. Um, Ooh, which the electric use, puckaloo. Yes, to <laughs> ask some questions. Um, but first, Zach's got a brilliant idea. Why don't we FaceTime Bailey to get him involved? So they FaceTime Bailey, who's in a location we don't know. And Zach's like, I hope you don't mind. We're sitting on your bed. Don't worry, though. Our butts are not near where your head goes. We're just drilling farts into the middle yeah. part into of Into like bed. the end part of it. Is that yeah. cool? Like when you pull the sheets up, there's definitely going to be a release of fart energy. Yeah. Uh, and maybe a brown streak. Just warning you. Um, so anyway, one of the questions asked is what Bailey can do to help the spirit. And the response is phone. So they're wigging out because this whole experiment is centered around the phone. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Because he's on the phone. And they're on the phone with and Bailey. And ghosts love phones. Yes. And so they ask the ghost its name again. So they're like, what's your name? And it's like phone or whatever. And they ask its ghost a name again. And this time they get tub crossover. And they're like, what? So they ask a third time, what's your name? And they get Karen. That's right, guys. We have a Karen ghost. Uh-oh. A Karen tub. A Karen tub ghost. And so obviously... They, they keep asking questions and they speculate wildly that Karen killed herself in the bathtub and crossed over. So she crossed over in the bathtub after killing herself in Bailey's room and now regrets it. And I'm like, that's a jump, buddy. They love jumping. That's, I mean, they painted a whole story, though. 
They really they did. They got it all in there. They got it all in there. And I'm like, yep, that's great. But towards the end of the conversation, Zach's like, now he's starting to feel weird, dude. He's like, he's getting all limp. Like, you know, he's no energy, man. Like, he's, he's so, so he's much like, so I energy. Just, he's like, I just got to get off this phone right now. And he oh, like hangs no. up on Bailey. And then Aaron's yep. trying to like lift him up. He's like, I can't even stand up. This is what I'm saying. I have no energy. The ghost is in the phone. The ghost stole his energy yeah. through the internet. Other than a desire for attention, what could be going on? He was being used Stolen as a energies. conduit between the spirit and Bailey, and that has taken everything. I blame Verizon. It's Verizon, <laughs> for sure. That's actually part of the 5G, yeah. is Zach's spirit energy. Oh, it's giving everyone COVID and stealing energies. 5G, yes, that's five 5G. ghosts. Five ghosts. That's how it works. Five ghost energy. I'll tell you. Um, so we're nearing the end of the lockdown, but there's still one dark, scary place left to investigate. Ooh. Oh, good. The basement. And so none of them want to go alone. So now we're back in nerve center and there's a camera facing all four of them. And like they're all of them are like, yeah, none of us really want to go in the basement. It's really dark. It's really scary. It's spooky. So they have four pieces of paper, three of them with an X and one with a check mark. Whoever pulls the check mark has to go in the basement alone with no lights, with nothing, like just with the camera mounted on your chest. So you can see nothing but like a tiny square of light two mm -hmm. inches in front of your face. So they pull okay, it let's out. Let's guess who guess who pulls the short straw. Jay. Oh, Jay Interesting. Pulled, Unexpected. Yes. Unexpected. Unexpected. So Jay pulls it, and I think this is probably around the time Jay started getting some camera time, and I really do feel like this was a hazing sort of situation because oh. they send him down a flight of stairs with no flashlight, with no lamps. So does he immediately sort of fall down the stairs and crash his head into a door? Yes. <laughs> of course he does. So he... It's a fucking sight gag. It, it was. The end of this episode is a sight gag. So Jay falls down like he kind of stumbles down the last couple stairs bangs his head up against the wall and like falls over and he just like lays there motionless for a while because he's like kind of concussed oh, and i'm Jesus. sure he's like i've fallen downstairs it's still pitch black i'm scared out of my mind i need a fucking minute i need a minute so billy yeah. so all three of them are laughing at this poor boy and billy being the only nice person goes and helps him and he's like are you all right like are you gonna be okay and jay's like i'm fine i'm fine i'm gonna do this i'm so, fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine so so billy leaves Jay again. Jay goes into the into the basement and he starts like just mo groping around like I don't know what is happening. I don't know where I am. And he uh, once he recovers, you know, he presses on and only to trip over some boards and fall down again. Oh, oh no, poor boy. Because for some reason there's a shopping cart in the basement. And so he like trips over some tubefores that are leaned up against the wall and then falls backwards like a fucking gag and then trips on a, a grocery cart and knocks that over too. Oh God. I thought you were going to say like he fell into the grocery cart. The grocery cart went down another Rolls side of stairs. Yep. Yeah. No. It and Bam launched Margera's a boulder at the bottom that of the fell stairs. down. <laughs> yeah. It's a Rube Goldberg It's just jackass. So then we cut to a VO. You can only watch a man fall down so many times before throwing in the towel. Oh my God. Uh, enough is enough and our work here is done. And that is the end of our the episode. Our work here is done. He fell down twice. That's enough. Yeah. They were like, oh God. You see this poor boy because they have cameras, other cameras set up in the basement. And you can see him just like grabbing for the walls, grabbing for something because he cannot see four inches in front of his face and he falls down and like could hurt himself and they're yeah, just laughing at him. After he's already concussed himself yes. falling down the stairs. Yes, he then falls backwards. It is one giant 
three minute sight gag. Um, but that is the. This sounds like a great episode. But that is the Hotel Metlin. They're all good episodes. They're all good episodes. They're all they're all good dogs, Brent. And this one had a good dog in it. That's such a good good dog in it. So, you guys are also good good dogs. You really are. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for continuing to stay inside. If you, you are, got, if you're not, guys, fucking stay inside. Yeah, stay inside. It's getting bad out there. But guess what? Looks like there might be light at the end of that tunnel. Woo! Few more months. My we can pa- do this. My, my parents just got the vaccine, so you, oh, we're yay. getting down that list, you guys. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get to everyone eventually. So eventually. Yep. stay home, stay safe. When your turn comes, get vaccinated. Just get vaccinated. Yes. There's gonna be no DNA alterations. Calm yeah. down. Yes. Bill Gates doesn't give a fuck about you. Just no. get vaccinated. No. Just get vaccinated. What What do you think he wants from you? Exactly. Yeah, you are your... not that interesting. No, you're not young enough to give him the adrenochrome he d- desperately <laughs> the desires. Adrenochrome. <laughs> anyway, so come back next week. After staying inside this week, and there'll be more of, of this these shenanigans and our ghost you boys. We'll be more ghost adventuring. Yes. And, and until then. Cheers. Cheers. Get it together. <laughs>